Hey guys, welcome to the Super Opposed Podcast, and we are live. Um, it is your usual host, Stevie Hayes, and Comic Cuts. We are here today, and we have a lot of things to cover uh, with you guys. Um, but first and foremost, you know, before you do anything, please like, subscribe, ring the notification bell. We got some videos coming out, um, obviously, every day. Comic Cuts is working on a really dope comics uh, deep dive that I'm really, I'm really hyped to, to, to see as well. Um, so we're going to, we are going to first touch on obviously the Jonathan major situation. Let's get the depressing crap out the way. Then we'll talk about kingpins. We'll talk about some secret war stuff and then we'll end up probably. And then obviously we're going to, we're going to obviously go into our series and we're going to talk about a movie that we both love Iron Man too. So, um, just to get this out of the way. So obviously if you guys don't live under a rock, Jonathan majors was arrested uh, on Saturday night. Uh, due to allegations of assault, and um, basically, you know, homie—I don't know if homie is in jail still or not. I'm—I'm I'm not sure, but uh, I know that those statements were recanted. But there was other news about people that knew that you know went to school with with Jonathan at Yale were saying that he was—he's always been a abuser and all of this jazz, all this stuff going on. I'm just going to give my POV, and then I'm going to give, and then I have comment cuts. Uh, give his. This this is all I'm going to really say about this matter because we don't know all of the info and I feel very uncomfortable assuming that something happened. So this is all I'm gonna say. If Jonathan Majors did hit this girl, then he's obviously done. I mean, his career is probably over. It. I mean, if if he did put hands on this girl, if Jonathan Majors did not, then I believe that this man, in fairness, should keep his job as Kenny Cocker and. I know that it might put a slight stain on his career because just, you know, the, the, the topic of abuse is very hard, but I don't believe that if, if this man is innocent, then he deserves that, you know? And so far from what the evidence is showing from all the stuff that, that I've seen, this man looks innocent. So, um, you know, it's just a shame, you know, cause he obviously has been making the rounds and he's, you know, making a heck of a name for himself. So it's sad that, you know, these things happen, but you know, that's that, you know, that's life, man. When you are doing your thing in life, like when you're doing your thing in life, that is when most of the time bad things happen to try to throw you off, right? That's that's a part of life. 100%. I've been there. Comic Cuts has been there. During your high time, sometimes some BS just happens and you can't control it. It just happens. So, I, so Jonathan Majors, I'm praying for you, bro. I'm praying for the situation. Uh, I hope that, you know, everything – I hope that the truth comes to the light and I hope that you are – Innocent because you are becoming one of my favorite actors, and it would suck if we had to recast Ken the Conqueror. How do you feel, bro? A hundred percent with everything you said. You know, I think Jonathan Majors is a guy that is a huge up and comer in Hollywood. And if this story is true, it would be absolutely devastating to the fans. I know Stevie and myself love Jonathan Majors as an actor. Uh, we definitely want to see, you know, more of him in Hollywood and with Marvel as Kang outside of Marvel, you know, but I will say if this story is true, it is one of the worst things you can do is put your hands on a woman. Everyone knows that, you know, uh, there's no, there's no debate with that action. I really hope it's something he didn't do. But the one thing I think re that remains to be seen is, you know, and, and you said this to me in, in a text and I think you worded it perfectly. And I've been thinking about that a lot. Stevie said to me, 
you know, a story like this carries a lot of stink. And that's just the truth. There's no way to avoid it. I think we unfortunately live in a day and age where, you know, it, it seems like certain actions are held by in the court of public opinion as guilty before proven innocent. You know, when in the American court of law, obviously it is supposed to be innocent before proven guilty. Uh, obviously, the court of law is not public opinion, which is why I, I just think the way the media operates and social media, you know, a story like this, even if it is false, I still think it's going to have an effect on him. That's yeah. not to say if it's false and he's proven innocent, you know, they'll recast him as Kang. But I don't I just think that it, it, it's such a, you know, uh, heinous act that that story alone is because you have to realize when they make a movie, they have to get investors. It's not just Disney that, you know, fronts movies. It's the other studios that front movies. They have to get insurance on that movie while they're filming it and all the investments, all the advertisers that go into it and everything else, you know, some things just become a little bit riskier when you have a story like this out there. Uh, yeah. I, you know, it sucks. It absolutely sucks. I'm sure if you're a fan of our show or even just watching this for the first time, I'm sure you're a fan of Jonathan Majors' performance as Kang and you like us hope that this isn't true. Even if you're not a fan of Kang, why would you hope this is true? No one wants a guy that's obviously, you know, a strong guy putting their hands on a woman. So I, I really hope this is false. And if it is false, I hope it doesn't hurt his career and he could continue to thrive and that he never hurt a female. I think, you know, that would be the best case scenario. Yep. I echo that as well. You know, I just hope that everything works out and, you know, whatever the, whatever the truth is, that's the truth period. So, yep. So that's that we've gone through that. Okay. So now that we gone through that, let's get to some daredevil stuff. So, Obviously, we got a first look at Kingpin. Well, over the weekend, we ended up seeing a bunch of Daredevil set photos that were released uh, to the public, which were awesome. We got to see Charlie Cox in a, in a trench coat and suit. Um, we also got to see uh, we also got a look at Vincent D'Onofrio as um, Kingpin. And we also have a rumor about Kingpin as well, about him becoming the, the mayor. I'm going to read this out to you, bro. It says this Kingpin's motive for his mayoral campaign in the MCU will will be to crack down on the work of, of street-level vigilantes that could threaten his rule. Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, Matt Murdock, and Spider-Man are at the top of Kingpin's list of vigilantes. So that, 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 that's been a kind of a prominent rumor going around for a little bit. Um, so first off, let's just talk about how do you, how do you feel about this Daredevil boarding in series so far with all of the stuff? Oh, and... Before you say that, let me just read off all of the stuff that Vincent D'Onofrio said about this show. So D'Onofrio said that this show might be different from what the original was, but this show will have gigantic payoffs in, in season one and season two, confirming that obviously, you know, we're getting a season season two. He also said that uh, Charlie Cox and, and uh, John Bernthal, the Punisher, play major parts in the show. Um, he also said that obviously they have started shooting, obviously. And um, that's really all that he said, you know, and the rumor is that with Kingpin becoming the whole mayor thing, 
it's going to it's going to affect a bunch of characters more than the ones that were named directly and indirectly. It's what this is looking like to me. Thunderbolt Ross as president and Kingpin as the mayor of New York, bro. It's about to bro, the MCU is about to be lit. The MCU is about to completely change in ways that are going to be amazing. The MCU has never really dove into street level before, you know, a little bit with Spider-Man Homecoming, but even that was a little bit bigger than street level and it wasn't true grounded Spider-Man and Daredevil born again. 18 episodes they're bringing kingpin they're bringing john bernthal back as the punisher you know and i think that the story is about you know kingpin trying to outlaw vigilantes and that's what they're talking about you know that there are rumors that it's going to be devil's reign inspired which for those of you that don't know devil's reign is a comic book marvel comic book crossover event it came out only a couple of years ago written by chip zadarsky who is the king of street level he is he wrote an amazing spider-man run two amazing daredevil runs and he's currently writing the on the current ongoing batman mainline comics so you know obviously the guy is uh, you know, haymaker for street level characters. And Devil's Reign was Kingpin becoming mayor and outlawing vigil vigilantes. That's what the story is about. Uh, I think it's the perfect take for inspiration. I know it's called Born Again, but they kind of went with the Born Again in the Netflix series. So, you know, I think Born Again is really just a title. You know, for those of you that are comic fans, you know Marvel loves to reuse old titles again and again and again, which is why you've probably, if you don't read comics and you've looked up Secret Wars, you've probably seen that there are a couple different iterations of Secret Wars over the past couple of decades. Uh, you know, but yeah, I do think that, you know, there are a couple things in the works of Marvel that are about to change everything. And I think that this is going to be the biggest one because they haven't had anything really be of big street level before, and they are really putting everything into it. I mean, just the fact that they're bringing back uh, Vincent D'Onfario and John Bernthal as the Punisher along with Charlie Cox. I mean, what more could you really ask for? And Chip Zdarsky, when I tell you he is the king, he is the absolute guy they should be pulling from for Disney plus street level. And by the way, I know there are, you know, some concerns in, in terms of Disney, you know, doing daredevil and the Punisher and, you know, how is Disney going to water it down? Because, you know, they want young children to watch it. I do think, I don't think it's going to be as gritty as Netflix, but I also don't think you're going to watch it and not be happy with it. They know these characters are a little different than watching, you know, Iron Man or Captain America, naturally darker. They're pulling from Chips Zdarsky, which says everything. So I don't think anyone's going to be disappointed there. For those of you out there that just want R-rated, 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 
if it's good and it's true to the tones of the comics, who cares what rating it gets? And, and it's obviously not going to get an R. It's a show, but you get my point. Yeah, I uh, I compared the the violence to being similar to like, I think the closest violence that we could get that I would compare to is like the Batman. The Batman fight scenes were very violent. You could hear the hits. They were very clear that it was violent, but it wasn't radar. I think I think you can do that level of violence, that that level of gore, and still maintain the, what was with the old Daredevil. In my humble opinion. Yeah, I think they, that people are kind of overdrawing the whole. It has to be like the one on, on like they were even c- complaining with uh, Daredevil's suit. They were saying like, "Oh, like, oh, like, so now he can afford full suits." Uh, yeah, he just <laughs> represented Spider Man, bro. Sorry, keep going. Sorry. True talk. It just pissed me off. Sorry. Yeah. Back. I, I, I'll grab back, but you can. And his apartment in the Netflix show was insane. Do you know how much rent goes for in New York City? Come on. So, you know, I said his apartment in the Netflix show was insane. So, you know, he obviously, you know, wasn't like entirely broke there, even though his, I guess his practice was struggling. But anyway, when it comes to R-rated, you know, it, you have, we know the MCU is a Disney thing. We know that putting out an R-rated project is automatically going to lose huge amount of viewers and it's just not something that is in their financial best interest. And I don't think they really have to do that. Like I, I never understood the, the people. Uh, yes. If they made an R rated daredevil, I would watch it. I would appreciate it, but I don't think it's a drawback that it's going to be on Disney plus, And it's also going to be suitable for younger children. You know, it's definitely going to be a bit darker compared to everything else in the MCU. And it probably will be the grittiest MCU entry. Yeah. Uh, but, but they said that they were going to tackle like more mature themes. I mean, to be honest, in my humble opinion, I don't even, th- I don't even understand why the show was rated R to begin with, because mm. if Netflix came right out with the PG 13, then that would have been what everyone was expecting. You know, I do like, in my opinion, <clears throat> I, I do think rated R projects are kind of like extra, unless if it's something like John Wick or something like that. Yeah. Even like even like Deadpool, because I don't even think Deadpool should be rated R, in my opinion. You know, I I think that like you shut off a certain part of of viewers, and you know, as I said, the Batman literally shows us that you can you can tackle mature topics and still reach the masses. So, I and yeah. I believe that's what Feige's uh going for in this. You know, yeah, I. I'm I'm fine with it. I don't think it's a negative in any way that it's not going to be R rated or whatever the R rated equivalent is for television slash streaming shows. I agree. Yeah, man. I am. I'm actually really hyped for this uh, for this project, bro. To be honest. Okay, so next, I want to talk to you about Secret Invasion. Oh man, Secret Invasion is one of my favorite Marvel stories. By the way, dude, I feel like your video log is going to be crazy because I, you need now, now that you now that you talked about it, and I, I wrote this down. You definitely after you read freaking uh, Daredevil, um, Devil's Reign, Devil's Reign, you got to do a video on that because that'll be fire. And you also should go through Secret Invasion that that'll be fire too. If since you yeah. love it, so okay, so Secret Invasion, I'm I'm gonna run through all of the news. 
Um, and just before we switch off, I agree with everything Comic Cut says. I think Daredevil Born Again is going to be super fire. I don't really have much to say. But the one thing that I will say is that Kingpin becoming mayor is going to start a new era of villains. And so we're we're going to see a lot of villains come from under the cape of Kingpin. And I and I do believe like characters like Echo is going to make that turn to be on Team Kingpin. So I'm also excited to see how that's going to play out as well. Because I do think that – I do th- – I wouldn't be shocked if the Echo show gets canceled because the rumors are, and and we talked about this last week, that Marvel is worried about that show because it's not going to perform. And I really believe that they're going to chalk that Echo show and just put her story in Daredevil, which I think you should do. Just put, and and you and I, you and I talked about this. The way to go is if you want to add characters, put their arc in the main story and and put, like put their arc in the story of a main character and just call it a day. So, yeah. 100%. hundred uh, percent. And, and that's how Marvel's always been. And by the way, that's how they introduced Sam Wilson. And, you know, we, we've been talking about this a lot over the past couple of days, uh, new world order. Sam Wilson is going to be cemented as one of the biggest power players in the MCU. That movie yep. is going to be an absolute banger. Yep, It's going to be fire. And I think there are way more characters in it than we actually know. I like I think 100%. like I think Yelena's gonna be in it. Wouldn't be shocked if Kate Bishop might show up in there. I think there's gonna be a lot of a lot of characters in that in that uh freaking film. Um okay. Yeah. So now let's get to Secret Invasion. So obviously Secret Invasion is delayed from May to June. Uh this is obviously due to Kevin Feige just taking taking a step back, which when you talked about before, we're happy. Obviously, the original uh strategy was quantity over quality, and we saw how that took. Victoria Alonso fired. Thank God. Victoria, goodbye. Um, and so, okay, right? And so, the part that's hilarious, so we found out that Samuel L. Jackson was spotted filming in Scotland for a top secret project, okay? And so, the funny thing is that, you know, obviously Kevin Feige is trying to crack down on leaks, and the hilarious thing is that they were secretly out there. No one knew that they were in Scotland, but the local blog in Scotland was legit posting everything that they were doing. So it's actually hilarious. Um, so I said in, in my video that um, I think that these reshoots were either Secret Invasion and the Marvels. I do think, because I mean, I do originally think that Secret Invasion was going, going to was going to connect to the Marvels movie, but I really don't think that anymore after reading some of these plot leaks and kind of seeing that they're doing a lot of re- reshoots. Could the reshoots be that they are linking them together? I think they should, in my opinion. Um, I think that will be the, the the best thing to do. Um, and so here is the apparent rumored plot, okay? And you tell me how you feel about this. And you, and I, I know you probably want to talk about the Marvels linking as well, so you can touch on that as well. So apparently they're – and this is, this is going to get you, like, super, like, riled up. There is apparently – a scroll hideout somewhere in Russia, okay? And and apparently what is happening is there is going to be this secret place where they are trying to rebuild Steve Rogers or uh Howard Stark's superhero serum machine because they are trying to create the super scroll. So, first of all, I just want to say the secret invasion story is very easy to link to other characters 
and other entries in the MCU. So, and, and it's anyone's guess what they're going to do with that because the story of Secret Invasion involves scrolls who are shapeshifters who have been amongst us. And we don't know if, you know, I could be talking to Stevie right now and I have no idea that it's a scroll that shapeshifted into Stevie. Um, and in the story, they develop mechanisms to detect if it's a scroll or not a scroll, and then the scrolls adapt, and then those mechanisms don't work, and they need to innovate the mechanism again, and that goes back and forth. Um, you know, it, it, and I do think it is likely that the Marvels is tied into it because they're obviously betting big on the Marvels because of, uh, you know, obviously there was a huge positive reception with Brie Larson's Captain Marvel movie. Their, you know, Kamala Khan show was amazing. You know, I know not everyone watched that, but you should. Uh, and I do think that the fact that they're putting, you know, her and Monica Rambo into the Marvels, I think it's an easy tie-in. And obviously uh, Captain Marvel and Nick Fury's close relationships the russia thing i think is perfect for the story it's obviously perfect timing with the you know russia ukraine war going on and everyone talking about russia all the time and russia being the enemy you know so for russia to have a scroll base i just think it is perfect timing for a story like that with everything going on in the world um you know so yeah, I, I'm really excited for that. And uh, also, Secret Invasion also had a couple iterations. I think there's one, two, or maybe even three. Pretty sure it's just two. But, um, you know, great story. Uh, uh, you know, so, something I also saw online about Nick Fury, which is interesting, is that he was actually off-world during Spider-Man No Way Home when Doctor Strange casted that spell. So Nick Fury might be one of the only people of significance who knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. That is true. That is true. Okay, so now we need to talk about the elephant in the room in this project, which is Amelia Clark's character, who is uh, – her name is Abigail Brand, who I believe that she's probably going to be end up being like – She's probably gonna end up. I wouldn't be shocked if she's one of these super scrolls, or she's gonna be like a leader in in the scroll, uh, kind of like you know, in the scroll, like you know, way of things. I guess you can say. I do believe this. They are prepping Amelia Clark to become a lead character with the scrolls. I wouldn't be shocked if if this show is going to secrete her to be the leader of the scrolls. She might even be the one running this whole operation with the whole entire Super Scroll drama. And I imagine this project being Abigail Brand versus Nick Fury. Interesting. And and the scrolls might turn on Nick Fury, which could which which could be maybe some and all right. Here's my theory. I just came up with this in my head just now. So mm -hmm. this is going on YouTube tomorrow. So this is this is my, my, my theory. What if <clears throat> Abigail Brand and the Scrolls turn on Nick Fury? Nick Fury has the bangle or something similar to Miss Marvel's bangle. Cont and what if um, Carol Danvers gave him that? Right? He tries to contact her through this device. 
and it transports her to Earth because the scrolls turn on Nick Fury, which could justify her and Kamala Khan switching places. So now Kamala Khan is wherever she is, where she was, and now she's on uh-huh. Earth. Interesting. If that was to maybe connect things. Yeah. Because Captain I can Marvel see it. is yeah. Yeah, because Captain Marvel I is think it's anyone's like guess, emergency. Though. Yeah. True. You know, uh I just I, listen, I love the secret invasion story. Um, you know, I definitely think they're gonna touch on the, the super scroll. And also, you know, what I also think is going to be interesting is you know, with the MCU sometimes having a pattern of wasting great villains. I do think that we're going to see villains that are going to, you know, kind of go to the background, but then come back in the battle battle world phase. So I think that is, you know, like a perfect kind of ending to this story because like it's anyone's guess. And yeah, I do think that the scrolls are going to take a back seat in the, in secret wars for sure. Do you think so? Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. The scrolls are not the villain in Secret Wars. The villain is going to be, uh, you know, it, it should be Doctor Doom. It might be the Beyonder. You know, what's interesting is that in Infinity Gauntlet, which was really the story that inspired Infinity War, the movie, even though there also is the Infinity War comic that was the sequel to Infinity Gauntlet. Infinity Gauntlet is the one. And if I remember correctly, Adam Warlock was the one who won the day. It wasn't Iron Man. Uh, Adam Warlock wasn't even in the MCU for Infinity War. So I do think that the premise of these stories can be taken and they're going to change things around and keep guys like myself and Stevie even guessing. But I don't think you – I just – I don't think you do Secret Wars without the Reed Richards – Doctor Doom uh, rivalry like that is probably the you know the most famous rivalry in all of Marvel comics. Um, you know, even though in the movies it's obvious, you know, maybe Spider Man, Green Goblin, I don't know, but I think in comics, like the most famous one is Reed Richards, Doctor Doom, yeah. and I don't think you do that story without that. It looks like they're. It feels like they're taking the Captain Marvel approach with um with that, and when I say the Captain Marvel approach. I think the Captain Marvel approach is like we're going to do the one movie where we get the intro into the character. Then we're going to throw them right into the Avengers. And that's kind of how I feel like they're going to do with um with that, bro. No, it seems like they're, they're going to throw like we're, we're going to get that Fantastic Four movie and then they're going to throw they're going to thrust them right into the Avengers. And I wouldn't be shocked if they sit out in Kang Dynasty, but they come in Secret Wars and they're like the biggest roles in it. Um, because I could even see Doctor Doom maybe striking a deal with you know the 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 uh, the uh, Beyonder, and they both end up taking over. And what does Doctor Doom always do? He always comes behind your back, he helps you, and then he steals it from you. That's that's yeah, Doctor Doom's yeah. character. Um, I even would be way, shocked if we get what what's up. So I was just gonna in the right, comics, right. you know, it was an Avengers, Avengers and New Avengers ran simultaneously, intended to be read together, both by Jonathan Hickman, and you know who wasn't in. Well, sorry, Reed Richards was in those stories, but the Fantastic Four really wasn't. Um, they weren't a big part of that story, but Reed Richards was. He created the antimatter injection device, uh, you know, which is an integral 
part to Secret Wars uh, or leading to Secret Wars. But I do think that, you know, you, you could do that story, you know, I don't know who would replace Reed Richards, but I'm sure the MCU can find someone they would probably, to create probably put the Tony device. Stark, which was suck. We need Reed, bro. If we don't right. get Reed, I'm actually gonna be very pissed off. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, yeah. Sorry, I keep doing that. But go ahead, go ahead, I, go ahead. I, I was gonna say I am dying for the Fantastic Four. I think the MCU needs strong characters. I love what they're doing with Sam Wilson because I think the MCU right now, and I, I always say this, but they're desperate for strong characters. I love how they're taking an existing strong character like Sam Wilson and just making him a lot more prominent. And that Captain America title is not to be taken lightly. Keyword captain, you know, but I also think, you know, if you could introduce the Fantastic Four, I think they should have done it already. I think they, if they can move that movie up, they need to do it because, you know, Reed Richards, Johnny Storm, Dan Grimm, uh, Susan Storm, they're all amazing characters. They have such good synergy together. Um, You know, I I just think they're desperate for a movie like that, characters like that, that for every reason. You know, 2025, we need to see it. Like, I mean, there's no other way around it. And I mean, there's even, there's so many other plot points that you go, that you could go like, um, I even like because you know, like in the uh, in the uh, comics, Doctor Strange helped Doctor Doom fight Mephisto for his mom. So I mean, I even think that you know, I wouldn't mind getting Doctor Doom in Doctor Strange three as well because Doctor Doom is also a sorcerer. Um, so you know, I I think Doctor Doom is, in my opinion, I, I mean, Doctor Doom is my favorite villain of all time. So you know, I'm a little biased, but I do believe mm-hmm. that Doctor Doom is going to be the like the most prominent villain in Marvel for the next thirty years. Or he in the MCU. And you can recast if you want. But I pray to God that Adam Driver, if Adam Driver gets that role, that's Can't like Tony Stark Iron Man type stuff, right? Right there. I mean, that's like Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Iron Man yeah. type type yeah. of casting. If they land Adam Driver, it's a wrap, bro. It's a wrap. Yeah. Like and, and I, you know, I know everyone likes to say with you know big roster characters, they don't want to take someone as well known as Adam Driver. Here's why I think it's different with Dr. Doom because it's fucking Dr. Doom. And he is the most powerful villain in all of Marvel. Yes. Bar none. And by the way, in secret wars, speaking of Dr. Strange and Dr. Doom in secret wars, Dr. Strange actually becomes Dr. Doom's right hand. Uh, you know, spoiler warning for those of you who don't want to know about the secret wars comic, because you don't want to ruin the movie experience. But what happens is, is that, you know, Dr. Doom takes, uh, you know, different parts of worlds from incursion and combines it into one planet. And that's what's called battle world. And he convinces everyone of a reality that is fake. You know, he takes over, uh, you know, Reed Richards, family, convinces the children that he's their father, convinces Sue Storm that, you know, he is the kid's father and they're in a, you know, married, loving relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Dr. Dr. Strange also gets fooled and ends up becoming Reed Richards' right-hand man. And it's similar to the way it kind of is in Russia, you know, like the whole world sees Putin as an absolute enemy and a villain, but in Russia, the people there love him, you know, and, and then they believe that he provides for them and he's a good leader for them. 
That's kind of how it is in Battle World uh, with Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom convinces all of Battle World that he's an amazing leader and has done so much for the people. And then eventually, when Reed Richards finally finds his way to Battle World, he's just like, "Holy shit! What the fuck is going on? This is absolutely <laughs> yeah. insane!" You know. Yeah. And he's furious that Doctor Doom stole his fucking family. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. And that's why you can't do Secret Wars without Doctor Doom, without Reed Richards. And to Stevie's point, it's kind of crazy to think that if they are going to do that with Secret Wars, and Secret Wars is supposed to come out, what, 2026? And Fantastic Four is going to come out in 2025? You know, it... Yeah, I could easily see Beyonder King doing that, like doing what Doctor Doom's supposed to do. It, it will work for the story because they're going to build them up so much in King Dynasty. Right. But wouldn't it be such a plot twist if Doctor Doom does steal the Beyonder's power and and do that? I think that'll be a d- even doper story because then Beyonder King is going to have to work with the Avengers, well, right. really, really the whole Marvel freaking universe. To stop to stop this, so you know, it's like this is legit the the dream, the dream that everyone wanted, like where the X Men and every and the Fantastic Four and and the Avengers for all the universes, the Sony universe to, to connect. This is legit about to happen. We might get to we might get a Spider Verse film in the Battle World, bro. Like you never know what could pop. Like yeah. this, like this could be like a monumental thing for superhero films, and I don't think. The fans, bro, understand the weight of how crazy this idea actually is. Because if it executes well, bro, this might be like nine to ten billion dollar movies back to back to back to back to back. No, they reset everything in the comics with Secret Wars. Like Marvel Comics, I'm pretty sure all of Marvel Comics literally stopped, and everything, every comic came with something at the top on the cover that said, "In three months, Secret Wars is coming." In two months. And, uh, you know, like the whole Avengers story, it's also started, you know, with, you know, Reed Richards saying, you know, everything lives, everything dies. And it was just insane, you know. Um, And and then, you know, when Secret Wars happened, they also had all these one-off battle world stories. So I hope they do, you know, like MCU movies that are battle world related that don't necessarily have to do. Yeah, with give us Wolverine versus Hulk, bro. Like I would love a yeah. movie like that. You know, Yo, give us give us everything. Insane. But yep. I will say, you know, like I know everyone wants the X Men. I love the X Men too, but I don't think that if the story is going to be done right, going into Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. That story does not need the X-Men. And it will only make that next phase that much better. Because you know, after Secret Wars, the X-Men are fucking coming. Yeah, and And that's honestly the best way to save them, bro. Because I think the Fantastic Four is going to satisfy the fans and and quench that thirst. Because after Secret Wars, I mean, we don't know who's going to be gone. Who's going to be there? So, and I think the perfect way to rejuvenate the universe is to bring in the X-Men and literally center the universe around the X-Men. That that is probably the best option. Um yeah. there's but the too good many but, of them like, exactly. that are so significant. Yeah. It, once the X-Men are brought in, it's gonna be it's all, all about, about the them. X-Men. Is, exactly because yeah. they're they like they're like the biggest franchise in Marvel other than Spider-Man. Um so 
Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really going to be about the X Men, the Fantastic Four, and Spider Man. Like no, no one's going to care about anything else at that point. Um, but I am excited to to uh, see that as well. And I think that, oh my God, we were talking about. Wait, how are we talk about Secret Wars? Wait, we were just talking about Secret Invasion, and now we're yeah. Secret Wars. I know, I know. It's I, hilarious. I, I, I think I was responsible for that. It's all good. It's all. Yeah. It's all good. By the way, but Secret Invasion. There was a new series that came out. That it just came out. It just finished like this month or last month, and it's only five issues. It's called Secret Invasion. It's by Ryan North. It's worth reading. It's amazing. And this guy is a huge up and comer. He's also writing current Fantastic Four, which is new and supposed to be amazing. But um, you know, I, I listen. I just think there's so much to do with Secret Invasion, and one of my problems with Captain Marvel and I love Captain Marvel. I'm probably Yeah, you do. You know, yeah, one of the few I don't want to say one, a lot of people loved it, but a lot of people also hate it. I loved it. But you would pro- Yeah, no, I really do. Like I love that movie. Um I love Brie Larson as Carol Danvers, I, you know, um but I will say my big issue with it was they didn't do enough with the scrolls. I don't like that the Cree scroll war was kind of a side story. I think they should have made that more prominent. Um, but I don't and that the think... Kree cooked them so easily. I, I didn't. I, I wasn't a big fan of that either because yeah. in the comics, the the scrolls are looked at as like godly beings to an extent. Like 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 you know what I mean? they're like they're not just that easy to just wipe out. You know what I mean? I wasn't a big fan of that. They're very smart. They're very organized. You know, and they're strong. Uh, and they have these abilities that are very unique. But, you know, it, it sucked that that – and Marvel does that. Captain Marvel's not the only movie where that happened. Um, but, you know, I think that if you're watching this and you're a fan of the MCU and you don't read comics, just know that the scrolls are involved in a lot of really good stories. They are a very interesting race that make for really good stories. And you're in for a real treat with Secret Secret Invasion. I think Secret Invasion is going to be an absolute haymaker. Um, it's you know the second I heard they were doing Secret Invasion, I was I was psyched, and I, I think you should be psyched for it too. <laughs> I agree. And the one thing that that they said that has stuck with me, they said it's going to be a Winter Soldier vibe, and that's all I needed to hear. Yeah, that's all I needed to hear. Which, so, by the way, you know, I, I also think that the MCU could do more <clears throat> of that Winter Soldier, you know, like tactical military style espionage. You know, they should have done that more with Black Widow. Uh, they should have done a Black Widow trilogy, but could have, should have, would have. You know, we got what we got, and I, it's still great. Yeah. New World Order. I mean, look, we're getting New World Order, the Thunderbolts. I think Thunderbolts is going to. I think Thunderbolts might be the best. I think I think the Thunderbolts might be a top five MCU film. I don't know, man. Um, it's a statement. I, I, it, it is, bro. If we get Sentry in this movie, bro, that would be crazy. Who's that? Imagine. It's uh, a good question. Search that up. I don't know. I'm looking right now. <clears throat> I wish the freaking Russos were. Oh my gosh, they would have killed it. Seriously, Julius Ona, and he. What did he direct? Cloverfield, the 2018 one. What was that? Cloverfield Paradox. I never saw it, but I heard about it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but uh, I mean, Feige is like Feige is back on watch mode, so I'm not really like I don't think I don't really care. I don't really give a crap yeah. about the director. I really 
honestly, I've never cared about the directors until phase until phase four. Um, in my opinion, like I never really thought about it, but I will say this, bro. Just imagine we get Sentry versus the Thunderbolts, bro. Like, yeah. That's gonna be nuts, bro. I also think, yeah. And for those of you that don't know Sentry, he's a very interesting character. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that I I, I think the Thunderbolt's going to be really good because it's like about a team, and it's there are some characters in there that not everyone knows, and it just gives me Guardians of the Galaxy vibes. Yeah, I do. I do think that Sam's going to be in it, and I do think he's going to have a team going against them. And I do <laughs> think the the battle that we're going to see is Nick Fury versus Thunderbolt Ross. And I think we're going to get something similar to a team shield, I guess, or something like that versus the Thunderbolts. And I think that Yelena is going to turn to be with Nick Fury because of his relationship with her sister. Um, And I wouldn't be shocked if we got like a movie with like Hawkeye, Kate, um, if Jeremy uh, Renner can, you know, recover as well. I know he's walking again, so that's a good thing. Well, I think they said he might be done with acting forever. Frick, dude. Oh, God. They might have recast it, man. Because Hawkeye, we need Hawkeye. I don't know if they would recast them. I would. I I I hope they do. I, they, listen, I'm a fan of recasting. I I, yeah. I like if not if you don't have to, but if you have to do it, it like I don't think you retire the character Hawkeye because Jeremy yep. Renner retires. They could definitely recast a more fit character. Like Channing Tatum will be a fire Hawkeye. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but nah, you could find somebody that could uh, play Hawkeye, but. You know, I I really do think that like having a team though that can go against the Thunderbolts and uh, or even the Thunderbolts versus Sentry is going to be a crazy story. If if Steven Yen is freaking Sentry, bro, I'm going to riot though. I don't want him to be Sentry. I, don't know I do know. Uh, Asian guy, uh, he, he, yeah, he voices Invincible. No. The rumors that he's no. Sentry, but I don't believe that one. I think I I, I think he's going to be another uh, character, honestly, bro. I don't, yeah. I don't see great it, actor, um, but not century. <clears throat> Heck no. I would love to see somebody like a Ryan Gosling. I even think Brad Pitt will be fire as century. I actually think Brad Pitt would be perfect as century. He has the hair and everything. I mean, he looks he looks yeah. just like century. Yeah, he has the personality for it. And I know, oh, well, actors act like, yeah, but if they already have the personality for it and they don't have to act as much. It's going to be more natural. So, yeah. I will take the rock as century before freaking uh, Stephen Yen. That's that's how bad I, yeah. I don't want him to be. Listen, uh, the rock, I think the rock needs to stay as far away from the MCU <laughs> as possible. Bro, you got to understand Warner Bros. and Disney is two different companies, but Disney would even, Kevin, Kevin Foggy wouldn't even let, let the rock have an opinion, bro. <laughs> no. <clears throat> Kevin Feige is a holder for an animal. He don't play that crap, bro. Yeah, he doesn't. And also, there's a big difference when you compare the decisions that WBDC makes and Marvel makes. WB has been desperate for DC to be successful. Marvel is the biggest, most successful movie franchise of all time. They don't they're not in between a rock and a hard place. You know, DC, they get someone like The Rock who's willing to be, you know, a title character. You know, it's of course they're gonna do it. Yeah. Out of all out of all the companies, 
the MCU can afford some L's, and that's that's all I'm gonna say right there. Um, so yeah, okay, now let's uh, now let's yeah. So I mean, if you if you wanna know our opinions, we think Secret Invasion is gonna be fire. Can't wait to do that in June. Um, just to let you guys know when these MCU shows are coming out, we will be doing a weekly review. Okay, so we will be going through these weekly because these are MCU shows and all of our focus will be on these shows. So don't expect a bunch of other content because we're going to be going be, we're, we're being, uh, me and Comic Cuts are going to be balls deep in this. We're going to be writing out tons of theories, ton, just, you know, we're going to be locked on that. Okay, so let's talk about this Secret War stuff. Okay, I, I know we touched on it, but I want to just give, get, get this to you. Then we could talk some Iron Man. Then we could talk some quick D, DC stuff and then we'll talk some, some Iron Man too. So, Secret Wars is apparently going to be split into a two-part movie. The first one's going to be Secret Wars. The part two is rumored to be Avengers Eternity Wars. And this has come up because Kevin Feige and Marvel bought a bunch of names and a bunch of trademarks. And one of the trademarks was Avengers Eternity Wars. Now, we all know that Avengers Eternity Wars is basically its own line. And a lot of fans thought that it was going to be coming further down the line. But now that I think about it, what if, like, you know... We get Secret Wars, then Battle World, and then, then that next Avengers movie after Battle World. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. What if we get you know Secret Wars that that part one, and then we get the Eternity Wars as the part two. Um, and so this is kind of the way that I uh that I kind of thought it out. Right? Let me pull up all my notes. I, I I gotta find it right now. Okay. So the theory that's been going around is that Kang Dynasty is going to break the multiverse. Secret Wars. Is where Beyonder Kang will take the powers and become OP, and Eternity Wars is when we get introduced to the battle world. So we you might know. get, so we might get through like literally three L's, like like the three the three Avengers films might be three losses for the for the Avengers, not for us the fans. Oh yeah, for the Avengers, for us it's a it's a W. But yeah. By the way. It's a hundred percent the move to break this thing out into as many movies as possible because you know there's just too much of a story to tell in one, two, or even two movies. Yeah, it'll be like a six-hour uh, movie. Yeah, they did the same kind of thing with the last Harry Potter and other movies that have done this before. You know, it's not the first time this is being done, but they did this with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. There was Lord of Rings, one, The two. Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so listen, I think this is the move, you know, Eternity Wars is something that happens in the comics, but it wasn't its own comic. Uh, so if you were looking for, you know, a single Eternity War comic, you're not going to find it. Um, but, you know, and it also involves the Celestials, which, you know, brings me to something I have also been thinking about is how are they going to rope the Eternals into this? And, you know, the Eternity War might be a big part of that, you know, yeah. but I do that think makes that... sense. They might be the yeah. ones to step in to fix the problem. Yeah. Listen, I think that you, you don't introduce a big team as powerful as the Eternals for no reason. <clears throat> and they have to have a significant role in all of this. Yeah. Uh, what that is, I, I, the Eternity War is definitely a part of it. Um, Damn but it. This, this is going to be some deep, bro. This is going to be some. Mar this movie is going to be some Marvel deep cuts, man. This is going to be yeah. deep, bro. Because like, 
who's going to reach out to these celestials? I mean, my guess would be maybe Captain Marvel, but because we know that at the end of Eternals, um, Arishim took them, so right. I wonder where they are. So very interesting. Hopefully, Harry Styles isn't in this uh, film as well. I would hate. Oh my god, I can't believe they casted him. Yeah, like out of all the actors, ugh, 